0: Welcome to our third episode of Curbing the Cheers. I'm your host, Bobby Patrick, and uh, last week was a little bit of a doozy of an episode. It was depressing, so we're going to spice some things up, bring a little bit more energy into the room, Um, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I have my fiancé on today's episode. His name is Billy White. And he's going to be joining uh, the show. So we're going to talk just through some fun stuff and talk about what it's like on his side going through this journey with me.
1: Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs>
0: Welcome. Okay, so let's just talk about you and who you are. Okay. And I want you to introduce yourself to everyone because nobody knows you. Um,
1: well, my name is Billy. i um, I am a manufacturing engineer. um, And the easiest way to explain it is making things more efficient. Um, We review processes, and yeah, it's super exciting.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else do you enjoy to do in your free time?
1: Well, in my free time, I enjoy weightlifting. I think that's my probably number one go to. Hobby, I'd say. Um, I've just recently tried mountain biking last summer and mm-hmm. hopefully get into that this upcoming year.
0: Yeah, you got pretty into that last summer. Yeah. Definitely was your go to for a little bit.
1: Yeah, this bulky 225 pound man on a bicycle in <laughs> it was It was fun.
0: <laughs> it's definitely a little sketchy going over those ramps. <laughs> Jumps. 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 Oh, I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> I feel like they should just be called ramps. Uh, okay, well, cool. Well, since we got to know you a little bit, uh, since no one else knows you, now they do. So we're going to talk about basically what this experience has been like for Billy on his end, as well as mine with him. And since we are kind of a team now what's this year going to look like and how are we going to make adjustments together uh, to be cohesive with my sobriety. Uh, So first, let's just talk about how we met and how we first started dating. So do you remember that?
1: Do I remember (laughs) meeting you? Of course. It's ingrained in my head. Saw you at first sight and I never looked at another (laughs)
0: that's the right answer. Now that's... All right. Okay, we can move on.
1: I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, we started off friends. You worked at the gym that I went to, and I enjoyed chatting with you. And um, I was in a relationship at the time, so I didn't really think much of it. And when I was out of that relationship, you were actually not living in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, And I decided to shoot you a message, and... See if you wanted to hang out sometime. And, and that started our first date.
0: Yeah. We, uh, yep, we were just really acquaintances to begin with. We really, honestly, I had really no interest in him. <laughs> but I wanted to keep the perspective that I was technically in college still, and Billy's nine years older than me.
1: Oh, okay. He's well, we just have to glass. be honest.
0: <laughs> um, so. I was obviously younger, still getting through college. I was dating someone else. So, and Billy was obviously with someone else as well. So we really didn't, like, there was nothing there. It was really just us being acquaintances. Mm -hmm. And then... um, I
1: enjoyed chatting with you.
0: Yeah, we just, like, genuinely had really good chats. And yeah, it was just a good friendship to begin with, which was completely different than uh, the dating apps I was on at the time. (laughs) So when he had reached out, um, we just kind of hit it off and started seeing each other. And I remember specifically, we were just talking about this, but in the beginning of our relationship, Billy was living in a like pretty crappy
1: apartment. It
0: was really great. It was (laughs) five-star for sure it was a little rough it was a rough complex uh it was not great but it was cheap so I mean you got to do what you got to do but uh anyway so he we would literally all we would do because of what we could afford was we would just buy a bottle of whiskey and just drink together and it was fun like there was nothing wrong with it it was great like we had such a good time together and it was like it was just our time it was so genuine we just got to connect with each other um but I spent a lot of that those first few months dating you hungover <laughs> I'm not gonna lie so this will be interesting talking about how our relationship has progressed into me being sober <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I know that you talked about it before and you are kind of threatening yourself with it. I should just go sober. (laughs) So I didn't really see it coming. And then I don't know, as we kind of set year goals, like last year we did and knocked them all out. And I guess this is kind of one of your year goals. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought about, well, we just moved to the city and uh, one of the things I was looking forward to is going to breweries with you. I think that's very fun to do and mm-hmm. I enjoy doing that with you the few times that we have. Um, so I figured like that might not happen. Um, so I was a little disappointed, but I mean that's not the end of the world by any means. And now that we've kind of gone we're going through your sobriety, um, I've learned that a lot of breweries actually have very good, um, non-alcoholic options too mm-hmm. so something to look into yeah I mean I'm always supportive of your goals it's a little different for me but yeah I'm adapting I'm learning so yeah moving on I guess
0: so how is this different than yourself like can you explain to me I mean we're very different and I think we've we
1: learned... grew up very different.
0: Yes, we did. We grew up very differently. We have we have similar morals, mm-hmm. but our personalities are very different, I would say. For sure.
1: Yes and no. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah.
0: I mean, there's just there's differences and then there's similarities like any relationship, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, but can you explain to me, you know, what your difference?
1: Uh, well, the way we grew up, I mean, drinking was I grew up in a smaller town, and drinking was very, very common. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up in a small town, and drinking was very common. Um, It was was very common with all my friends. Mm -hmm. We enjoyed going out to the bars quite frequently. Um, And, I mean, as we got older, the bars weren't really our scene, but we still enjoyed drinking.
0: And I honestly, personally... I mean, I maybe know one person that I went to school with that is sober, but I wasn't even close with her. You know, I I don't know hardly anyone, myself even, too.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But your background is definitely very different than mine.
1: You know, I was just thinking about this, too, before the podcast. Like, uh, this past summer, one of my kind of high school best friends died because of drinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And... His brother died a month later because of drinking. Uh, They had a very poor relationship with alcohol. Their father was an alcoholic. Um, They were around alcohol a lot. And it's it's hard for some people.
0: Yeah, I think it's honestly really weird. But (laughs) since I've gone sober, I feel as if that's a really common thing for people to bring up to me is like to relate. And not saying like I, I'm really glad you just actually shared that, mm-hmm. but it's really common. Like something about well, being sober, people are they're willing to say, "Oh yeah, well, actually, my uncle died of alcoholism," or my I don't know. It's, they,
1: I think they take the sobriety and take it to an extreme. Like, mm-hmm. what's their worst story of sobriety alcohol.
0: or yeah, alcohol? Of,
1: mm-hmm. You know. Um, And I guess that's kind of where my head went, too. But, um, I mean, I have a lot of memories with my old friend of drinking and whatnot and having a good time. And I guess he continued down that path and I didn't.
0: Mm -hmm. But what's funny is, in regards to that, um, when we first started dating... You were
1: drinking a lot. I was drinking a lot.
0: and But it's funny because, again, like I said, we had a really good time. Nothing, like, was ever bad about us. Like, we just enjoyed drinking together when we first started dating, and that was fine. I think, like, you've definitely grown as a person significantly in our relationship. And I'm not saying that's my fault. I think that's just you – become a better person through the last three years. And think your drinking has definitely taken a different turn, but I think in a good way. Right. I mean, do you think it's in a good way?
1: I think so. My relationship with alcohol, like I've tried to dive into this a little bit. Um, And then kind of, as you know, if I am not frequent at the gym, I tend to drink more. Mm -hmm. I think I have an addictive personality and I need an outlet uh, my outlet is the gym. Mm-hmm. It's great for me mentally, physically. I That's how I stay level, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that maybe my endorphins don't balance out as well when I don't go to the gym. Yeah. And I need some sort of release. And I think that I just tend to go to alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm getting drunk, but no. I'll have a whiskey or two. After yeah. work, you know? Um on the flip side, if I'm consistent at the gym, I don't want to mess with my workout or my nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I'll stay away from alcohol. So that's kind of my how I battle my relationship with alcohol, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. You've said that before. One thing I was gonna bring up too was one thing we've noticed together in our relationships through the last three weeks of just me being sober was I've told Billy this I want like an alternate drink to drink at night if right. he's drinking. Like I feel almost like left out or as if I need something. But it's like, is that just me coping with the fact I can't drink? Or is that me just feeling like I have to have something in my hand?
1: Well, I think that's also like maybe you want to release. You know? Yeah. You want some stress release. And I think alcohol kind of provides that a little bit. For sure. And uh, what what do we normally do? Like if it's Friday night and we're hanging out, and we mix a little drink or something like that. Yeah. So having that substitute, especially if you're going sober now, what do you, you, you're like physically need to replace that with something?
0: I feel like I need to, I don't know, maybe it's just for the first few months. Like maybe I just need something to replace
1: or... And it could be just something that tastes good, yeah.
0: too. I really like... I have to post these drinks, but I really like this drink called Nero. Neuro?
1: Oh, I wish I got
0: it. Okay, Billy will look it up. But basically, this drink is the best drink I've ever found and even before I went sober entirely Billy and I would get these together just as a drink replacement and it is
1: so good so the brand is Nero and they have Nero Sleep Nero Bliss Nero Sonic um Nero Bliss is the one that we're specifically talking about and it tastes fantastic it's so good it's super good it's
0: the stress reduction one Yes, and there's something about it. It definitely makes me feel relaxed, and it could be entirely placebo. But I mean, we tried that forty-dollar drink called uh, Three from Three Spirits. We tried that one, and it was good, but it didn't give me quite such the relaxed feeling that the neuro neuro does. Think so? Oh yeah, I don't think it did. Did you feel that way? Well.
1: So when we first tried it, we just got done with a pretty decent workout, so our metabolisms were yes, pretty high. That's true. And then we had a drink, and I definitely felt like probably the most um, intense feeling you could feel from this drink. I guess it was, it
0: was like, a relaxed feeling. Yeah, it
1: was. It was relaxed. It felt loose. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was good. But then later in the night, when we had uh, a couple more, I don't think I got to that level that I felt. But my personal opinion for the price and the size of the bottle, <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, and i definitely choose the Nero plus yes. over that.
0: And Nero is available at a ton of different stores. We usually yeah. get it at our local Hy-Vee.
1: Walmart.
0: Walmart, Cub. Uh, it just depends if you can actually find it because a lot of times the blue one will be out. So you just have to look. Uh, and then they oftentimes have an orange or a red one on the shelf too. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So next question. Do you think our relationship has changed since I stopped drinking? I mean, we're only three weeks in, so I really can't say much.
1: Absolutely.
0: You really think so? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was like, uh, <laughs> well, should we turn this off for <laughs> a second?
1: <laughs> we like, we're busy right now. Yeah. There's a lot there's going a on. There's a lot going on. So uh, I don't think we – where it's truly affected us. The only time is when we went out to dinner um, for your birthday. Yeah. You know, it, that was, was, it was different. Kind of odd not having a drink.
0: It was different. But
1: then again, that was the same night we tried the three spirits.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that was fun because I got to look forward to that.
1: Right. But I don't think we've really come in any situations where it was – weird or it's i don't really think, affected us
0: yeah we haven't really gone out very much besides for my birthday
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh so maybe you know as the year progresses we'll see the
1: only thing like what the last night or two when i had a couple whiskeys yeah and you're like boy i could use a whiskey right now
0: <laughs> yeah well this honestly this week was a really stressful week uh it was just it was too much it, okay. I feel like every week, it just like I expect it to be less stressful, and then it just isn't. It makes me, it genuinely makes me jealous because I want to drink. Like, I feel as if I want to have that drink. I want to have that sensation of being relaxed, which sucks. Like, I don't want alcohol to be the thing that I feel like I have to rely on to get that sensation. Even though I work out constantly, I feel like my body is overall really healthy. But I feel as if I want to have that drink with you so badly. And I think that's where I'm coming from, where I feel like I have to have a replacement right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'll have to lean into those feelings a bit more maybe these upcoming weeks and see what that is Do you think it's
1: maybe the situation too? Like we've done it for what a couple of years in our relationship. Like, we'd take a couple of drinks and hang out on the couch and talk and relax and kind of unwind.
0: There was a lot of times where when I would drink, I would almost get angry.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that a couple of times.
0: <laughs> well, we talked about it. I don't know something about something, of, I don't know what it is. But there was every so often where I would get really angry drinking and it wasn't fun.
1: Well, and that was a lot of the times that was when you were drinking in excess, you know, this wasn't just having one or two at night.
0: Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Like it always just ruined the night, you know, and if, if I was using it just to relax and I only had a couple, it was fine, but I almost felt like I had to keep drinking I wanted to keep drinking and then it would just turn sour because I would get angry about something. So kind of glad that <laughs> I'm not causing fights in that regard anymore. Me too. <laughs> so positive, I guess, uh of how our relationship has changed since I stopped drinking. Yeah. What have you learned about me so far in this non drinking adventure? Is there anything new?
1: I don't think there's anything new. Um, again, we're kind of occupied with other things in our lives and other things that we're trying to accomplish. So, Also, I mean, there is a
0: pandemic going on right now. Right. So I think we kind of haven't really been out too much mm-hmm. for the most part. Okay. What are some ways that you have noticed that you sh- you need to support me? during this year in 2022 to accomplish
1: this goal well finding a substitute i think is good yeah and i'm kind of interested to see what we can find or like like i mentioned the breweries let's try some non-alcoholic beers and see how they taste Mm -hmm. you know um i think that's interesting yeah uh what else Yeah, maybe if you're having a tough time, too, like if I notice that me drinking alcohol can affect your mood, um, I can cut it out for a night. I'm not dependent on it by any means, but I'd be willing to do that.
0: See, guys, this is why I love him. Uh I love him because, again, I think I knew going into this journey, I wasn't going to change him. I'm not going to change my partner. You know, I love I do love Billy the way he is. Uh, and I know he enjoys his drinks. I do, I and like he's whiskey. yeah, he's not gonna be sober with me. But I'm really grateful that you're willing to support me and my sobriety by maybe taking a night off from drinking when I need it, you know. Right. And also trying new things with me, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to this year. Is I feel like you're really gonna support me in this, and I'm really grateful for that. Is there advice that we can give to uh, a partnership that could be starting on their adventure with this where maybe one partner is sober and the other is still drinking? I mean, it's tough because again, I chose to do this. I'm not like I'm not going to a rehab center, which, again, is a really different dynamic. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty different dynamic. It's not like you have an issue with drinking. No. You know? I mean, you hardly drink in general, mm-hmm. as it is. Uh, but I think in any relationship, communication and support are key factors in anything you want to do.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I just expect Billy to be supportive and you know, if there's a night that I maybe need help or a little bit more support, I've I mean, I'm feeling really motivated and I feel really good after this week. I feel like I had a lot of ups and downs, but overall I've felt some good support this week. No, I'm excited. I think we'll see. We'll see. I genuinely enjoy sobriety. I feel as if I've had a little bit more energy. However, I have noticed that I am struggling a bit more with my anxiety and mm-hmm. I think it definitely being sober makes me feel everything. And that's tough. And I guess I just didn't realize it was going to be this hard. And maybe that's where, you know, when you make a habit of something and then you cut it off. Yeah. Uh, I can see the difficulties. So I think feeling all the feelings, living with it daily has been a little bit tougher than I thought. Um, but it challenge it's going to challenge me this year to find better coping mechanisms. Right?
1: Maybe there's a different outlet we need to find.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to find that out, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you joining me tonight. Mm. I feel like we had a really good conversation. Uh, I appreciate all of our listeners and those who are tuning in. And hopefully you found some support in our conversation tonight. Uh, Next week I'll have another guest on. So that'll be really fun. And if you have any questions, you can always message me on Instagram at curbing the cheers podcast or just curbing the cheers. And then I also made a Gmail account. If anyone feels like emailing any suggestions uh, or topics that they want to hear about. It's called curbing the cheers podcast at gmail.com. Cheers.